We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, welcome into Candlestick Chronicles, a 49ers podcast on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I'm Kyle Madsen. I write about the 49ers over at NinersWire.com, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. Joining me right now, the most hydrated person I know, Chris Biederman. I hate saying joining me right now. I need to I'm, I need to write it down. I need to be a damn professional and write a new intro and just read it until I get it right. Anyways, Chris Biederman, who also hosts this podcast, is here. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. We're sponsored by Lamb Chops. We love Lamb Chops. I'm wearing my Lamb Chops hoodie right now. It is my go-to hoodie. It, Chris, you mentioned this last time. The fit is great because the hoodies, they're, it, this one's like a tick oversized. Not oversized like, you know what, buy a size down, but oversized like it's perfect for lounging around, but it's not so big that I can't like go out in public in a nice place and wear it. So love Lamb Chops. I love their hoodies. I love their shorts. I love their joggers. Very comfortable for flying. Mm -hmm. I've learned learned recently. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll we'll continue to add that to the in-flight repertoire. Of course, as you should. SGLambChops.com is where you can procure your lamb chops. They have the fall and winter collection out now for 2023. It is super sick, and you should go acquire some. It's t-shirt, hoodie, sweats. My dad, big lamb chops guy now. My dad, 60-ish years old uh rocking his lamb chops like every day he loves them to death and i think you will too go to sglambchops.com use promo code candlestick 20 for 20 percent off your order today sglambchops.com join the herd all right we're also sponsored by cooperage brewing we love cooperage it's our favorite brewery there's some of my favorite beers I'm going to bias. I'm gonna I'm gonna rank these in a one A one B situation. One A is the Candlestick Chronicles Hazy IPA, of course, named after this podcast. You can get a case of it shipped right to your door at cooperagebrewing.com if you're 21 and up and in the state of California. They're brewing it all the time, so you can get a case. They'll drop it off at your front door. You sign for it, and you have beer. It's awesome. Uh, it's the best way to acquire beer. The one B is Keg Slayer. I don't know if they have Keg Slayer right now, but it is such a great beer. One of the best beers I've ever had. And I wanted to shout it out because I love it so much. As you should. Um, Thank you. Th- I do have a uh, an update. Um, everybody, everybody in the YouTube chat right now, or not in the YouTube, but watching on YouTube, we'll get to Niners Rams here in a second. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah. Um, have an update regarding Candlestick Chronicles Hazy IPA. Learned this yesterday. If you follow Cooperage on Instagram, which you absolutely should, um, they said in a post with a picture of uh, Candlestick Chronicles Hazy IPA on it that they trekked to Yakima Valley on a quest for the perfect hops, um, hand-selected uh, by, fi- by the finest Yakima Chief, Citra Mosaic, and Simcoe 
for their brews. And the time has come to unveil the fruits of that journey with our latest batch of Candlestick Chronicles Hazy IPA. Um, they talk about the uh, the profile, think guava, zesty citrus, juicy tropical vibes, and delicate floral hints. This brew is the last batch of the football season, perfect for your game day lineup. Stock up now before it vanishes. Um, I've heard through the grapevine or through the hot vine, maybe that nice, this the, that this might be the best the best batch of Candlestick Chronicles Hazy that's come out, and that it's that it's amazing. Um, in part because of the search they went on for for these hops that, that we just yeah. mentioned. So uh, if you haven't if you haven't had Candlestick Chronicles Hazy IPA before, would highly recommend getting to the brewery or ordering it online uh, or finding it wherever Cooperage distributes uh, within the Bay Area, Northern California. Um, check them out. All right. Let's talk Niners Rams. Hey, this is George Kittle, and you're listening to Candlestick Chronicles. Okay, so I I swear to God I'm not overreacting. The Jake Moody thing is a thing, bro. He missed two kicks. He missed a 38 yarder and then an extra point. The extra point I'm more I would typically be willing to brush off because he was 60 for 60, which is which is pretty dang impressive before he before he finally missed one. So, um, you know, I I. I don't, again, I'm not, this is not a, oh my God, he missed one. Everything is awful. But it is, we talked about this on our, in, in the pregame pod. It was like, man, they should probably run Jake Moody out there a couple times. Just get a couple kicks. He hasn't kicked a lot of field goals this year. Like just flat out. It, the sample size is not particularly large because the Niners have scored so many touchdowns. So he gets an opportunity. He got a couple opportunities and missed one of the field goals and missed one of the extra points. I guess just a tough, it, it's a, it's not saying they need to sign a new kicker. It's not saying that it's a wasted draft pick or anything like that. Like I'm not going that dramatic with it, but it's definitely like, man, it, it was with, with Robbie gold. It was like going into the playoffs, you know, that your kicking game is set. And with Jake Moody right now, it's a pretty significant question mark still. Yeah. I think that that's the whole thing. Right. And, and with these, you know, like if somebody had a couple down games at any other position, you wouldn't really think about it in the same way you do kickers because kicking is a repetitive motion, right? It's like shooting in basketball or, or hitting the golf ball. Like if you're in a rut, you can kind of stay in a rut for a second. Um, you can just have, and, and it can affect your confidence. It's not like playing quarterback where you get, you know, 30, 40 throws a game, um, and just one bad one, like you're not going to think about one bad throw in most cases for weeks on end. Right. And now Jake mm-hmm. Moody has two weeks to sit on the fact that kicking into the North end zone, he pushed sliced two kicks to the right. Yep. And the 49ers were lucky enough to go through the season without needing their kicker to bail them out too many times with uh, the obvious caveat being that the one time they needed Jake Moody to win them a game was in Cleveland. And mm-hmm. he missed the game-winning kick. And that was the biggest kick he had. 
And even going back to the regular season, you didn't feel great about what happened in Vegas when the Niners went to play the Raiders when he missed a couple of kicks. Mm -hmm. So the point here is that, yeah, like we're not we're not necessarily faulting the process of like, okay, you you let Robbie Gold leave or retire. You decide not to pay him five million dollars a year which is not in itself in of itself like a terrible decision when you have so many other highly paid players on your team taking up cap space like it makes sense to say okay we're just going to go draft the best kicker in the in, in the draft and in the draft class and feel pretty mm-hmm. good about it and based on the type of kicker Jake Moody was in college you should feel pretty good about it but it doesn't matter what he did in college at this point it doesn't matter where he was drafted it doesn't matter how talented he is the fact is he's missed a few kicks now Mm-hmm. and he's going to have two weeks to think about it with the 49ers going into the playoffs on their bye, and it's going to be a significant mental challenge for him to make big kicks in the playoffs. It just is. Now, mm-hmm. fortunately, the Niners have a really good team and have basically run through the NFC this season and haven't really had to, like I said, rely on their kicker to win them games. So if they beat their first their division round opponent by 14 points or 17 points or whatever, then it's not really going to matter. But if you get to the NFC championship game, or if you get to the Super Bowl, and those games are often decided by one possession or whoever makes the fewest mistakes. And you have a guy leaving points on the field because he's missing kicks, whether it's a field goal or whether it's an extra point, that's obviously going to come to define your season and, and how successful you view this thing. Right? So there's a lot of pressure on Jake Moody And what he does by missing these kicks is enhance that pressure. It increases the pressure. Mm -hmm. The eyeballs will be on him. It will be talked about every time he goes out to make a kick. It will be talked about on this podcast. It'll be talked about anytime there's media availability. Kyle Shanahan was answering questions about it after the game Sunday against the Rams, right? Like it is just going to be a talking point. Whereas had Jake Moody just made the kicks that he's supposed to make, these are makeable kicks, right? Nobody's talking about it. There's no focus on it. It's not a thing. And it just changes the tenor of of the lead up to the playoffs. And look, until Jake Moody just makes one of these kicks, this is going to be a question that exists, right? Yeah. And, and, that's, and that's that's ultimately the biggest problem. If you draft a kicker early, if you invest a pick, a third round pick and a kicker, you expect that guy to at least be one of the best kickers, one of the best, I don't know, 12, 15 kickers in the league from the jump. Mm-hmm. And I think the numbers would say, based on the fact that he didn't miss an extra point until today, and based on his overall numbers, you would say, yeah, he's probably a top half of the a top half of the league. Yeah, he like, de- he definitely is. Yeah, but just because you can say that based on his numbers doesn't mean you necessarily feel great about about him going into the playoffs. And that's ultimately the biggest thing that you take away from Sunday in a game that should have been a meaningless game with very little to talk about. And mm-hmm. now we're talking about the kicker because he missed two kicks, a uh, field goal and an extra point. And you wonder if that's going to come back to bite the 49ers when they do get to the playoffs. Yeah, it's definitely, like I said, this is not a, this is not, and <laughs> this goes to show you how thrilling this game was that the biggest takeaway is the kicker. And like I said, this is not to say, and, and Greg Hammond in the YouTube chat, again, we're live on YouTube, youtube.com slash at Candlestick Chronicles podcast. To, uh, to check that out or just search Candlestick Chronicles on YouTube and you can find us. We're live after every game and a couple times a week. But Greg Hammond says the worst thing in the game was Darnold fumbling and not getting Moody a chance to finish on a positive note. I honestly, I think that's a great point because if Darnold drives them down and Moody drills a 45-yarder for the win, this conversation is very different. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, hey, look, he bounced back. He got a chance in that in that big spot. You know, they had to run onto the field and 
and he had to line it up and kick it and he did it and great but that they didn't get an opportunity to do that so they go in and this is not a don't kick any field goals in the playoffs take it's not even a if they're lining up for a 41 yarder for the win they're definitely losing take it's just man this is a massive question mark at a spot that hasn't been a question mark in any of their other three three four three four playoff runs 19 21 22 three playoff runs yeah so i i'm i I don't like i said this is a i think the other focus the reason it's such a big focus is because like the game didn't matter (laughs) so it was just not a not a ton else to to take away from it big picture here's the here's the biggest jake moody thing in my mind um when it when it comes to you know him missing kicks in the playoffs and tim tim kawakami friend of the show um tweeted out that Shanahan said Jake Moody just had a bad day after being good this season said the 49ers won't be bringing in any kickers this or next week it's Moody in the playoffs that's fine here's the thing and that's fine I don't don't disagree with that line of thinking but here's the thing say Jake Moody misses a couple kicks in a playoff game that you end up winning the Niners are more than likely bringing in a field goal kicker at least to look at leading up to the NFC championship game, should they win the divisional series, right? Divisional and round. right. The, divi- the divisional round, my apologies. <laughs> Shout out to baseball, a sport that still exists. We love baseball. Um, <laughs> but had, had Moody not missed kicks in Cleveland and in Minnesota and in Vegas in the preseason and today against the Rams, he probably has a longer leash, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he just, you know, he had a bad game against against whoever the Niners play in the divisional round. Like, that's fine. You know, we we'll, we can look back on his track record and say, okay, we feel confident in this guy going into the NFC title game. You can't because of what happened in Cleveland and what happened in Minnesota and what happened today. Now, all of a sudden, that leash has to shorten. Mm-hmm. And now the front office is potentially going to have to look at adding a different kicker after drafting a guy because of the track record not being there like it was for mm-hmm. Robbie Gold, right? So that's that's one thing that him missing kicks does for this organization going into the playoffs. It's like, okay, now all of a sudden he doesn't have a leash. Like he misses kicks in the divisional round and the 49ers win, then they're making phone calls. They're working yep. guys out the next week and they might even sign somebody if they don't have any confidence confidence in him. Yeah. And so that's a that's a huge deal. Like you do mm-hmm. not want to be a team that play that relies so heavily and obviously the 49ers have a great offense, but like mm-hmm. the 49ers also rely heavily on defense and special teams. Mm-hmm. And the field position game, right? Mm-hmm. And if you don't trust your kicker, that impacts that dramatically. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's why this is important, right? It's just yep. the the least shortens because you, he doesn't have the track record that says, okay, we can trust this guy. If he misses kicks in a playoff game, it's just a blip on the radar. It's like, no, nope, it continues a trend. And that's why it's yeah. an issue. Yep, no doubt. That was my big takeaway from things that matter for the 49ers in this game. That was number one for me. Yeah. And I, again, maybe they get to the playoffs and he is just nails and doesn't miss a kick in the playoffs and everything's fine. But it's a of all the things that are going to be question marks going in like this is right up there right assuming christian mccaffrey's healthy assuming trent williams is good to go uh, this is the the on a team this good i guess it's just kind of the the biggest i guess issue the biggest flaw right now 
Yeah. I mean, we could, well, we could talk, I guess, later in the week about the injury stuff. Um, and we don't really, we don't have a full idea of what the injury availability is going to be, but. Yeah. I, I, the, the way Shannon has been talking makes it sound like they're pretty confident that people are going to be back and ready to go, but I, I'm in full wait and see mode on that. Yeah. So yeah. We'll uh, see. Front injuries, injuries from the game, Cleveland Furl. Uh, hurt his knee. Shanahan said no ACL, no MCL, but there's a chance he could miss a game. And then uh, Taylor Hawkins, who made his NFL debut, and shout out Taylor Hawkins, had an interception in his first first ever NFL game. Uh, He hurt his wrist at the end of the game. Uh, He reverts back to the practice squad after being elevated for for this one. That's about it. Yeah. That's about it. That's all you got? No, the Niners, the Niners <laughs> being undefeated or Carson Wentz being undefeated against the 49ers is kind of annoying. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, there was there were a couple weird games in there. There was one, I think, t- the 2020 Eagles game, the game where Brandon Ayuk leapt over a guy. Yeah. And Niners Nick lost Mullins that one. Tricked a touchdown pass to Kyle check. Right, right, right. Yeah. Threw a pick. Um, we, we should point out that the NFC seating is set. Uh, yes. So Niners in the one seed, Dallas one in Washington, um, Detroit beat um, Minnesota. So they're, they're 12 and five, the three seed Tampa Bay won the NFC South. They're the four seed Philadelphia Eagles dropped to the giants to fall to 11 and six. The Eagles are the five seed. The Rams with the win in Santa Clara are 10 and seven. They're the six seed. The Packers beat the bears. They are the seven seed at nine and eight. So next week in round one, you have Green Bay at Dallas. Mm-hmm. You have the Rams at Detroit, which should yep. be fascinating. And you yep. have Philadelphia at Tampa Bay. And I can tell you already that I'm picking Tampa Bay in that game. Yeah, dude, the, the vibes with the Eagles. Let's let's start there real quick. Just initial quick thought. The vibes of the Eagles are atrocious. And I... I I get that today they were, you know, they were doing the half playing their guys thing and mm-hmm. keeping an eye on the Cowboys game. When the Cowboys Washington game got out of hand, they pulled out their guys, but they were getting smoked well before the Cowboys pulled away in that game. It was 24, nothing at halftime. It was 24, nothing while the Cowboys were down 10 to seven and the giants it- were up on the Eagles, 24 to nothing. Even if you're the Eagles, even if let's say that game, you know, they went in very clearly like, well, Washington's not beating Dallas. So like, we're going to take it easy with some of these guys. You can't do that given how badly the, the last six games have gone. Like, you can't, you can't just be like, oh yeah, we're just going to cruise into the playoffs. Everything's going to be fine. Like your vibes are awful. And now you just got smoked by a terrible football team to close your regular season. And now you got to go on the road and play Jalen Hurts team. Jalen Hurts has a messed up finger. Oh boy. Yikes. They've I, lost I just, five of their last six games going into the playoffs. Real quick, off the off the rip, I'm taking Tampa Bay. I'm taking the Rams. I'm taking the Cowboys. I think the Niners are gonna play the Rams. Okay. I don't I think it's happening. I don't disagree. Um so if yeah, if the Rams beat Detroit and the Cowboys beat Green Bay, the Niners play the Rams. If Detroit beats the Rams, Dallas beats Green Bay, then the Niners play the winner of the 
Tampa Bay Philadelphia right. game. Right. Yeah. So Tampa um, and if Philly... Green Bay wins in Dallas, which would be one of the bigger upsets we've seen in a while, right. uh, the Packers would come to the come to Santa Clara. Right. Yeah. So lots to lots to watch, even though the 49ers aren't playing next week. Man, good. No. Oh, I thought you said something. Sorry. I, no, that was weird. Um, <laughs> Just no, make noises over here. Uh, no, I, I, I just watching, watching the 49ers today and just watching how things have kind of shaken out in the NFL. It's like, man, it's really good. The Niners got that by. Yeah. And given their injury if situation, were, if you were, if you were the 49ers and you had to play next week and had to host the Rams or host the Packers, like that's not, that would have been, that would have been rough. Or if today that's had been a, a must to be in. Or if today had been a must-win game and you don't have Christian McCaffrey available and you mm-hmm. don't have Tayshawn Gibson available and, you know, like, it's just, you know, you, you get to, you know, who knows what happens, right, if you're playing your guys. Detroit might have lost Sam Laporta to a serious knee injury. Yeah. Um, which would be huge, right? And they, you know, like, anything can happen in, in these games. So the fact that the Niners could rest their guys – and get the buy like if they if today would have been a must win game it would have been it would have been a pain for them mm-hmm. like i i do think they probably would have beaten the rams regardless but yeah like it's today would have been much more difficult for them had they not already clinched last week absolutely um back to the eagles real quick i mentioned this before before the pod uh eagles their point differential on the season is 5 their point Man. differential in the NFC is minus 15. Ooh. Their net touchdowns, which it, which measures their touchdowns versus their opponent's touchdowns for the season, is minus two. So, and like we came into we came into the stretch of the season being like, yeah, Philly's probably good. Like the last the last few games of their schedule are really awful. Like they yeah. they should just roll these teams. You know, right. they play the Giants twice and the Cardinals like they sh- they might roll to the one seed if they end up beating the Niners. No, they ended up losing to the Cardinals and the Giants. They lost two of their last three and the Seahawks and the Seahawks. Right. Which included, you know, th- that three game losing streak started with the Niners. Then they lost at Dallas at Seattle. They beat the Giants by one touchdown. By a eight, bad yeah. Giants team lost to Arizona last week that sealed the 49ers, the one seed. Mm-hmm. And then lost to the Giants today, and now lost. they have to go on the road in the playoffs as the five seed. After it seemed like they were a shoe in for the one seed back in what October, November. The the Eagles won two games by double digits all year. The last time they beat a team by double digits was Miami on October twenty second. It's a tough scene, man. It's really tough. They lost to the Giants by seventeen. They lost to the Giants by more points than they have beat a team by all year. Wow. wow ouch i mean they had a stretch where it was like man they beat the dolphins they beat the cowboys they beat the chiefs it was like okay they're good and then it was then but every six. But, but and then they beat buffalo but all of those were like they were getting outgained. they needed these like miraculous plays at the end of games it was all like we talked about it going into the Niner game. It's like, yeah, they're ten and one, but they don't they don't feel very ten and one ish. And then, sure enough, like that's yeah. what buried itself out over the last part of the year. I'm fascinated right. by them in the playoffs, but I think with they're favored actually over Tampa Bay. 
Philly is uh, Philly is giving me the points. Giving two and a half. The give Cowboys are giving seven. Points. Dude, the Rams are getting three and a half. I kind of like that. The thing I will say, I like, I I do I do like the Rams going to Detroit also, but I have a feeling given I I don't even know when the last playoff game in Detroit was. That place might be on fire. Like that building is going to be insane. Yeah. I, w- I would think, particularly given it's Stafford coming back. Yeah. But I'm I'm glad, like, I'm glad that's what it turned out to be because that, that makes, that's about as compelling as a first round playoff game that you'll Dude, ever get. A thousand, you get, you get all the storylines there and then you get Mike McCarthy against Packers. Oh yeah. And you get to watch Matt LaFleur coach Mike McCarthy's pants off. It's going to be great. <laughs> you know what? I'm taking Green Bay. I think the Niners are going to host the Packers. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't stun me. The Cowboys are sort of known for punching oh well below their weight. In the, do you know what the, the Do you know what the over under is in Rams Lions? The over under, I will say 60, <laughs> no, 50, 50, 56 and a half. Oh my God. No, it's not college. It's 51 and a half. <laughs> 51 and a half. Okay. 51 and a half is so many points. Um, I don't, a couple, real quick. Can we talk about Sam Darnold? Sure. I don't think our guy made himself much money today. I, yeah. I, I, barring him throwing like for 400 yards and five TDs, I don't think there was much. I no, think there's just, a pretty, it, it, no, there there's were, a pretty reasonable no, chance he just comes back, right? I, th- I, I think probably right now, yeah. unless, unless a team like Washington or something is like, yeah, hey, we want a starter. But I, I'm, there were just, there were a couple plays today that were kind of what I was talking about in our, in our preview pod, where I, I was saying that I thought Sam Darnold could make himself some money where he's like rolling out. There was the, the throw he had that Ray Ray McLeod dropped where he mm-hmm. rolled out nice. to his left and on the run back across his body threw a dime to Ray Ray McLeod down the field. And, and then McLeod ended up getting hit and dropping it. But like that was a great play. He made a couple of tight window throws. The touchdown throw to Ronnie Bell was really nice. And you see the arm talent and all that, but then he had a couple of misses, man, that were just brutal. And then that last scramble where he's just holding the ball down at his side where it, it, with the game on the line, like that's a spot you can't have the ball just out there like that. And that's been Sam Darnold's problem his whole career is giving the ball away and just not doing the right... <laughs> just You you can't have the ball hanging out where, where a stray helmet is going to knock it out of your hand. And I think that's, there were, like I said, there were a couple misfires. There was the fumble late. There was the, the series after the Rams took the lead where the Niners just go three and out and Darnold took a couple sacks. It's just, is not, not a great performance from, from Sam Darnold. He was 37 career fumbles now in 66 careers or sorry, 56 career starts, 66 games overall, 36 fumbles. So that's pretty seeing good. him fumble is not surprising. Yeah. Not that like good. he was on awesome teams that had awesome schemes and offensive lines and those things with the Jets and, and Panthers, but the turnovers are a big issue, right? And so that's yeah. say that can be a differentiating factor between what makes a backup quarterback and what makes a, a starter. Yeah. Um yep. yeah, I just I think if you're Sam Darnold, given that like I said before, like Brock Purdy does have an injury history. 
mm-hmm. there's a reasonable chance that you could get playing time if you're a backup QB for the 49ers next year. And should you get thrust into that scenario, you're throwing passes to Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel and George Kittle and you handing the ball off to Christian McCaffrey, right? Like that, that is about as good a scenario as you could be in for a backup as a backup quarterback yeah. in a system that fits you and in an organization that's clearly backing you, right? Like yep. it's not surprising to hear Mark Schlereth talk about, you know, he said early in the broadcast today that Sam Darnold has sort of transformed himself in this system. Um, sure. That might be laying it on a little bit thick, just a touch thick maybe. The screen pass to Ray Ray McLeod where he's like, look, that's not an easy throw, and that's that is a, a laser. Like, relax. It a dart. <laughs> a dart, yeah. <laughs> it was a dart. Like, okay, come on. But there I bring were, they, that up. He threw a couple actual darts that were like, yeah, hey, man, yeah, that yeah. touchdown to Ronnie Bell was sick. The, the swing pass to Ray Ray McLeod did not – did not land in my all-time dart rankings unfortunately but right i yeah it's it's relatively low on my all-time dart rankings too but um <laughs> the i bring that i bring up what Schlereth is saying uh because like i think it speaks to the way the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan specifically might have been talking about Darnold leading into the game like in a production meeting right like mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan is is a firm believer in sam darnold's talent right and if you're mm-hmm. sam darnold that's where you want to be somewhere where like your coach believes in you like as, sure you know sure corny cliche whatever like that that was a big takeaway for me hearing schlereth gas up darnold like oh he's transformed his career and he's throwing darts to ray ray mcleod in the flat it's like all right kyle shanahan definitely thinks highly of this guy um and it was you know they mentioned it even with sean McVay and carson wentz too like the niners were allowing Darnold to like be in a position to make plays like they were playing Mm -hmm. him like yeah let's like showcase you a little bit let's see what you got you know like roll to the left and make a deep throw downfield right like Mm -hmm. see if you can see if you can put some things on tape that you wouldn't have had an opportunity to otherwise and I think Darnold probably appreciates that right like he should Mm -hmm. um and it's you know if if the money's the same with the 49ers and elsewhere and given how you know 49ers offensive players have talked about in the past like yeah year one you're kind of playing like a chicken with your head cut off learning this offense year two when you really get it you can start Mm -hmm. to play fast like maybe that's true for Darnold and maybe should he play a game or two next year in the regular season or however many like maybe he does play well and maybe that does parlay into a big con or not a big contract but a bigger contract maybe a starting job somewhere who knows if if he's not getting a starting job this office season or an exorbitant backup deal, I think he's back. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Now let's pause the 49ers talk real quick and talk about our friends over at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in America. It is my favorite way to watch sports. It has greatly enhanced the sports watching experience, and I think it'll do the same for you to uh to earn earn a little cash. So Join us on Prize Picks. I'm telling you, it's not. And even like with basketball season, they do the specials leagues where they do like combo entries where it's like, it'll be like Travis Kelsey and LeBron James, and it'll be more or less than 10 and a half combined three pointers and catches. It's a really fun thing, and it's such a cool way to, to enhance your sports watching experience. So definitely join me and Chris. We can help you out with that. Prizepicks.com slash candlestick. Use promo code candlestick for a first deposit match up to $100. 
That's prizepicks.com slash candlestick. Promo code candlestick for a first deposit match up to $100. You can do it on the web. There's an app. I use the app. Super easy to use. You're going to love it. Please join us at PrizePix. Daily Fantasy Sports made easy. It felt like a lot of Debo Samuel early. That was surprising to me. Yeah, I was surprised I they and, ran the ball with Debo Samuel. That was nuts. I went and looked at his pro football reference page early in the game because I saw him like smiling. I was like, does he have like a yardage total to hit? I can insert that he's like trying to get. Yeah, I, d- I don't know about inside. I was just like, is is there like a, you know, did, did 900 receiving yeah, yards mean something to him or? I don't know. No yeah. idea. Did you know Debo had 12 touchdowns this year? Mm, yes, because he was like, <laughs> he was on track to have more than he had in 2021. He didn't get there. I look, yeah, I, I was just in my head. I was like, oh, Debo's, Debo's probably got like eight, yeah. eight touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. Like 12. Yeah. Crazy. Well over a thousand scrimmage yards and twelve touchdowns. That's that's not bad. Shout out to, I think we already shouted out Taylor Hawkins. Shout out to Robert Beal, a rookie from Georgia, got his first career sack. That was pretty neat. Thought Chase Young had a good game. He's in the backfield a lot. I'm trying to find stuff from this game to talk about. I'm about out. You want to talk about prize picks real quick? <laughs> Um, or do you well, have more stuff from this game? If you got more, like lay it on me, bro. No, I don't. Uh, my thing is with prize picks is two of my three picks are still going. Yeah, because it's uh, it's Bills, Bills, Fins, right? Um, but I did not. I did a power play, and CJ Stroud did not throw for three hundred yards. Turns out it's not demon season after all, as much as I thought it might be. My demon. Yeah, my, we can talk about. My we can talk about prize picks. I don't know about you. Prize picks. Prizepicks.com slash candlestick promo code candlestick for a first deposit matchup to one hundred dollars. What you do is you pick two to six players and you pick more or less on their stat projections, and then you watch the winnings pile up, unless you're Chris. So <laughs> No, they do the flex plays, man. I love a flex play where you can if you have a five player entry like I had, if you miss one, you still get a little money back. And it's a good thing I do that because I missed one. I had Deontay Johnson, more than 36 and a half receiving yards, a receiver for the Steelers. He went off for 89 receiving yards in their win over the Ravens. I had Jaden Reed of the Packers, more than 50 and a half receiving yards. He had 112 receiving yards in the Packers win. Holy cow. I had Nico Collins, more than 99 and a half receiving yards. He doubled that number. That was my demon pick. He had 195 receiving yards. Uh, Blake Groupe for the Saints. I told you, if you're giving me the kicker on Derek Carr's team <laughs> in a big game to kick more than one and a half field goals, I'm taking the more because Derek Carr's going to stall out in the red zone if he does nothing else. Two field goals for Blake Groupe today. The one I missed was Jared Goff. I had him less than 225 and a half passing yards. I thought Dan Campbell was going to do the smart thing and pull his dudes knowing that the chances the Eagles and Cowboys lost were... Very slim. Uh, Dan Campbell did not do that. And Jared Goff threw for 320 yards. So four out of five for your boy, but I'll take it. Thanks to the flex play. Would you trade, if you're John Lynch right now, would you trade a fifth round pick? So it's probably going to be late in round five for the Saints kicker to have in the playoffs. 
like hypothetically yeah yeah obviously it's past the trade deadline you can't right that was, that's what I was i was very confused um <laughs> no um, hmm. i no i don't i don't know <laughs> okay <laughs> what would you trade to have justin tucker be the niners kicker two for if you're say you're john lynch and you could out uh, you could trade like there was no trade deadline, you could trade for Justin Tucker going into the playoffs. What would you be give up? Boy, Andrew taking him away from the Ravens. The answer is two seconds. Come on. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just. I'm just. I'm. I'm probably no. I'm toying I mean, around with whether I would trade a first or not. <laughs> two seconds is a bit. Um. Right. Yeah. That's my no, bad. That's my yeah, fault. Yeah. Flag on me. No, no, no. It's fine. I, I was really asking you the question, but I also wanted to throw the bit in there. Yeah, no, um, it's fine. It, just to let everybody in on the bit, at the NBA trade deadline, everybody wonders what player is available for two seconds. Like people are just like, hey, do you think CJ McCollum, do you think the Pelicans will give up CJ McCollum for two seconds? <laughs> no, man. That's not happening. A lot of two seconds. Two seconds trade. Uh, my prize picks still ongoing. I had Josh Allen to a Tonga Vailoa. And CJ Stroud, who had fewer than 299 and a half yards. I did a power play, all demon picks. Uh, <laughs> would have played, would have played, paid a lot of money. Um, you made it I all feel back. like Stroud, Stroud came through just like everything except the stat sheet, right? Like if, if you, if you're you just, right, like, you were right in spirit for sure. I, I was right in spirit. Like CJ Stroud balled out. That was, I'm going to, I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna try that next time I'm at a casino. Like, yeah, walking like, mean, hey, it, my my pick was right in spirit. I, it was like red in vibes for sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like like the Niners didn't cover against the Rams in week two because they were up ten, and then the Rams kicked a field goal with no time left to cut it to seven and cover the seven and a half. And it's like in spirit the Niners covered. Sure. Anyways, all right. If not um, for so and so, um. <laughs> Any Kings trade ideas? Oh boy, don't in the in the YouTube I'm not part chat of we're being asked. I mean, if Here's, you can get can Pascal you, Siakam without giving up Keegan Murray, you do it. I don't think they're going to though, based on yeah, what Shams yeah. reported. I, I, so there was a big deal about the Raptors personnel being in Sacramento the sure. other night, and you then, were at that game, right? right? Right before the game started. Shams reported Shams Trani from the athletic reported that the Kings are pulling out of the Siakam deal. And my guess is that Toronto brass went, we want Keegan Murray. And the Kings said, what about Harrison Barnes, Kevin Herter, Davion Mitchell and a first. And they went, or Keegan Murray. And the <laughs> Kings just said, he's not on the table. And that was it. So, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think, I think we might be looking at like an Alex Caruso. Yeah. If something get, of that nature. Yeah. Although the bulls have been playing better. So who knows what, they just need know, they just man. need defense. They need somebody who can play some semblance okay. of defense. And I we're talking what, about this as wonder, they lose by what 40 points today? 30 Maybe. no 35. 35, sorry. 35 yeah, to the it, uh the it, Pellies. If you can go get Clint Capella for cheap, maybe I don't know. I, I have no idea. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of in on the idea. I mean, Demonis Sabonis hasn't been shooting threes very much. I'm kind of in on the idea of like, hey, man, we're going to get a center. You can still do all your dribble handoff stuff on the perimeter and dive to the rim and, um, you know, pick and rolls and all that. But mm -hmm. you're going to have to shoot threes because we're going to get a center who can defend the rim. Yep. Yeah. 
Like I, I'm kind of in on that idea. So anyway, I I, um, I think he can I think he can shoot it well enough to take four threes a game. Is he confident enough to take those shots? Like TBD. TBD. We'll see. All right. Alex Let's Caruso is my is my prediction. Yeah, I love Alex Caruso for the Kings. Does everything they need him to do. He's a better version of Chris Duarte. Yes, I would take that for sure. Starting right. to guard. Um. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Out of here. Thanks for hanging. Watch us. Watch us on YouTube. YouTube.com slash at Candlestick Chronicles podcast or just search Candlestick Chronicles on YouTube. You'll find us there. You can find us wherever you get your podcast as well. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your pods. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. We would appreciate the hell out of that. And then click that little notification bell. You'll get a notification whenever we go live, which we do after every 49er game and a couple times a week. We'll still have a couple shows this week. We'll do some Niner stuff. We'll do some other NFL playoff stuff. We've got a special guest lined up for Thursday that longtime listeners of the pod will will uh, appreciate and I think enjoy having on very much. So uh, that's going to do it for today's postgame pod. 49ers lose 21-20, and they're still the one seed. <laughs> I got nothing more. It's a preseason ass game. All right. Goodbye, everybody. See ya. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S. based restoration specialist on your team. You won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.